0: Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to the Provokers Podcast, where we talk about things so you probably should too. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. Well, first, first of all, I'm here joined by John and Noah this time. Yo, you guys want to say hi?
1: Hey guys, I'm John.
0: So, uh, are you? I might be. All right. John are here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, a little bit of housekeeping before we get started. So things came up that uh, we, that we had to take a break for. I think it was only, it was two weeks, I think. Um, But we had the, me and John did solo episodes before that, and then that's obviously when it stopped. But we're back now. And I also just want to say a big, massive thank you to everyone that's been on my channel, like that uh, frequently visits there, um, and that comments frequently, because I made out a post saying that both John and Noah were going through something. I didn't tell you what, but I just said, hey, they're going through something. And literally everyone that usually comments said something. And, you know, I just want to say thank you to all those people. You know who you are. Uh, that said something about that. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's why so that's why you haven't seen podcast episodes uh, for a couple weeks. That's the reason that they, were, they had something going on. Um, but besides that, do you guys have anything uh, interesting that's been happening?
2: Uh, not particularly interesting, but yeah. I mean, work's been all right, but that's pretty much it.
1: All right. Well, I mean, we did have Thanksgiving here the last, this last couple of days. Um, you know, I got to hang out with some family, had a, a good Wii party slash Mario Kart session with some of my siblings, which was fun.
0: <laughs> did you, did anyone throw a controller the you? Uh,
1: no, we did, haven't had any controllers to Well, then the that's
0: team. not a party.
2: Uh, and I'm disappointed.
0: I am disappointed. I'm thoroughly disappointed. So. And it's not a true Wii party or Mario Kart like session if someone doesn't throw a controller at the TV. You no.
1: Know, that is true. We'd like to have our TVs intact though. Um it makes it easier well, that's to play. Why the they game. Give
2: you... Well that's why they give you the rubber cards for the fucking Wii controller.
0: I don't think the rubber Either that or Either that or put your Wii controller in a styrofoam box and then throw the styrofoam box at the TV. Exactly. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah. TV not broken, you get to throw something, then boom. Easy. I
2: mean, maybe a couple of scuffs on the TV, but that's all right.
1: It'll live.
0: I can just imagine John sitting in his chair just shaking his head vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sun-silent,
1: um, sun lately. Really.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Um, so, I mean, obviously I've been working on stuff too, um, but I do have a bit of an interesting story to tell. Um, right. So, last week I encountered a Scammer. And, like, it was it was so obviously a scam, I decided to mess with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, they were talking about, oh, you can get these free gift codes. Or, like, gift like gift cards and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have their conversation, because I saved their conversation with me. Um, and uh, so, I, I opened the conversation with, hi, I was told to message you for a gift card. You know, kind of, like, enticing them to be like, oh, hey, this person's going to get tricked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they said, you made it, bro, congrats, you'll get a $50 gift code of choice. Uh, their English was also not very good, so, uh, you know, that there's th- there's three things that scammers have in common. They're stupid, they, you can tell they're kind of scams usually, at least these kind of ones, and they, have, they apparently skipped English class for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then they said, which one do you want? For example, PlayStation, V-Bucks, nice, V-Bucks. Amazon, spelled incorrectly, by the way, M-A-M-Z-A-O-N, that's not how you spell it, and many more. <laughs> um, and they said, we basically have all platforms available at the moment, uh, so just tell us what gift code you want. And I said, mm, Amazon. And I like I was waiting for the catch, right? And of course it came right after it. Uh, well, was us go for you. Before I can send you the gift code, please follow everyone we are following. Hashtag our sponsors. Yeah, sure. Um... And then then I said, all right, done. I didn't do it, by the way. Obviously, I didn't do it. Um, And they said, oh, we have a bonus offer going on at the moment. You can get an extra 25 gift code on top if you share a screenshot of our profile to your feed or story right now. Again, the English is terrible on this. Um, And then I said, uh, oh, yeah, they said if you check, it did an hour. Like, they make you wait an hour, essentially, is what they were doing. Um. And so I said, yes, that I did it. And they said, oh, we're going to vet you. And it said, oh, looks like you didn't. Sorry. And like, well, let, let us know what you did. And I said, I uh, did again, just to entice them more. Um, and also, while I was waiting for them to respond for that time, I was kind of looking through their quote unquote, like heavy quote sponsors. And I was seeing a bunch like all these random people that I didn't even know um, and then, then there's a couple, a couple like kind of brands cause they had the check mark. Um, and so, you know, they, you know, I, they were kind of, they must've verified brands or something, or they just like subbotted themselves. Um, cause Instagram uh, and Twitter both had that problem. Um, so I was kind of looking through it and I made a burner account, like a thing I was going to get rid of immediately. And I did exactly that. So what I did is I followed everyone that they were following and, uh, just to see what would happen. And then all out of nowhere, these like clearly like working with the people, uh, like they were like female uh, profile pics, right? And you would get into them, and they would, and then one of the the bio would say, "Oh, DM me for some like sexy time or something like that." And it was like clearly they were trying, they were working with the people that were um, that you had to follow, because it only happened after I had gotten them, or after I had followed everyone they did, right? Um, and so. After I said yes, they didn't respond for a while. And so I, t- I decided to really get on their nerves. And I had also done something that I'm going to say in this message here. So I said, is this all your scam really is? You didn't even ask for my credit card details yet. Or my car's extended warranty. Honestly, you scammers are all the same. Annoying, bad at your job. I knew from the start that you were a scammer. The person who added me was a complete idiot. They linked your account in the post and then another account in the comments. How bad do you have to be at your job that you can't even run your own scam correctly? And don't even get me started on your clearly automated messages. Oh, and also, I know you guys work with those mediocre-looking girl pages since I only see them when I talk to scammers. You really think you will learn guys when the girls aren't even remotely pretty? (laughs) Pathetic. Well, but I already reported all of your sponsors, I did, by the way, for being in and out of this whole idea. I already got one of them banned since their account no longer exists. Hopefully, the rest follow suit. Have fun being banned. And what is the the biggest piece of karma, the biggest laugh that I got out of this, is uh, about 50 out of 200, which is enough to me. Their profiles and stuff don't exist anymore, and the person that originally scammed me—they changed their name literally 30 seconds after I sent this message. So they were definitely scared. um Then of course I blocked them and destroyed my burner account. um But that was just like you know what? Because scammers want to waste your time, so I decided to waste their time this time. um And my goodness, was that a joy to do? Because um, like I said, it, like those those types of things are obvious scams, and so I I just wanted to mess with them and waste their time. Um, but it was definitely fun. And also, I got the sponsorships, uh, the sponsors that they had. 50 of them, 50 out of 200, uh, is a win for me because that's... Instagram also saw them as like, okay, yeah, these guys are not... These guys are helping scamming scam people, you know? Um, so, yeah, that was a bit of a fun story. But I just wanted to say that because... Uh, uh, it happened a last. It happened like a, a week ago, but obviously we weren't uh, doing the podcast at that time. So Man. just want to just want to let you guys know. Don't fall for these types of scams because they're kind of easy to spot. Um, there are ty- there are ha- harder scams out there that are not as easy to spot, but just kind of be wary. You know, kind of be, make sure you kind of understand the morality of oh, it's probably too good to be true, like that kind of thing. Right. Um, and the whole like the whole motto of it, if it's too good to be true, it is. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So I just want to share a funny story and also let you guys know how to be careful, because especially around Christmas time, that's when they're in high gear because they're trying to be like, oh, this is a cool present you can get your son or like whatever. Um, so just be wary and be safe, guys.
1: I yeah. had heard something with like the poor English uh, scam artists. It's like that's part of the scam because the people feel like you and me, like who know these scams are out there, even if there was good English, we'd be like, well, that's clearly a scam. So the people that they're targeting are gonna are not for, they're gonna fall for it anyway, regardless if their English is good. So they just like they don't care enough to get have good English.
0: Yeah, cool. I mean the, the 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 thing for me is though that if they were to have better English and grammar, it would make it seem more professional. Right. And so I don't I, I to me it would be smarter for them to do that. But even still, I don't care because if, if they if they want to be idiots and not do the job correctly, then that's their fault. And like I said in the post that I made with them, um, the person that's first like talks to me, they added my account or they added they added like they mentioned me in a post, right? And then they they mentioned my name just with slightly different like letters, and in, in a different post, it's like what do you how bad do you have to be at this? It's it's copying and pasting a name, mm. like I don't get what? it.
2: I I know neither man,
0: but you know, like I said, I just wanted to waste their time, and boy did I do that because it was two, that was two days worth of conversation. By the way, I don't think I mentioned that. Um, for me and for that that whole orientation thing, that I read it quickly because that's all there was. But that was a, that was two days worth of text. Um, that was in there, and I spent like thirty seconds on each of them. For me, for them, they probably had to automate something because it like their automated text was clearly there. Because every time I would say yes, they would give me like, "Oh, we checked it, and you didn't do it." It was like the same exact thing every time, mm. um, and so I knew it was automated. So they probably had to run something to do that, and so really, I, it really clearly wasted the time. Um, and then, of course, they changed their name right afterwards, and uh, their main account got banned. I, the The one that talked to me wasn't their main; there was their like another one that they were working right. with. Um, but their main got banned like three days after. I don't know if I was a direct correlation to that. I did re- I did report it, but. Um, I don't know, but it, it was like it wasted their time. I definitely got 50 other quote unquote sponsors deleted, which I think that was that was that's a win for me. And um, yeah, so it was like I said, be safe out there, guys. Don't believe everything you see, especially on the internet. Um, but with that being said, let's dive in to this uh, topic for today. I think you guys will like it because we've already done this topic, um, but it's the part two essentially. So, hills we die on because I think we have some more yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. Have, I think we have some more bridges to burn here um so uh, I think we uh, get started so I'm going to go first cuz that's the that's the rule here the host goes first you know ooh. if it's
2: not, what you know if I'm not burning bridges I'm sure is shit blowing them up
0: <laughs> okay um ooh how many uh hmm. I'm trying to see if I should be festive and like go towards like like Thanksgiving food, mm. but I don't feel like I'd offend too many people with that, right? Um, that's the point, it's offensiveness, exactly. Well, we're, we're trying to like <laughs> we're trying to burn and blow bridges, here. right? Um, yeah, okay, pretty I'm, pretty gonna, pretty. I'm gonna say no, I'll go, I'll go festive because I'm not getting points, so I'll go. Um, I will say that pumpkin pie is a pretty overrated one, I think there's way better pies out there. I think there's way better uses of pumpkin to do. Um, and I just think, you know, it's a bit overrated because everyone brings one. Because, you know, kind of like apple pie, everyone brings one. But it's not something that I would go after. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, cool, there's pumpkin, but I want this, you know. Um, yeah. So I think it's majorly overrated. I think that, you know, there's tr- there's pies out there that reign supreme completely over pumpkin. And I think, you know, there's better uses for pumpkins. All right. Just saying. You know, Oh,
1: you know, I'll let Noah go first.
2: You know, I'd I'd agree with that. I don't like Pumpkin Pie, but at the same time, I think it's, again, one of those desserts that's just overrated.
1: Like, okay, I see it's okay. It's not the best, but all right. All right. I love Pumpkin Pie, but I get what you're saying. And you know what I think is that it shouldn't be seasonal, right? Because if it weren't seasonal, it wouldn't be as overrated because the only reason so many people like it is because you can only get it around... Thanksgiving and Christmas and I guess Halloween but that's like the earliest and so because it's only in like the fall early winter holiday season that you can get pumpkin pie unless you make it yourself and have pumpkins uh you there's like people who like oh well I want to get it because it's seasonal I can't get it any other time of the year If I had pumpkin pie more often, I probably wouldn't want it as much around the holidays. Because I like other pie, like you you said, that I'm playing a good pies. I like like apple, pecan, great pies. Uh,
0: Yeah. Um, While you were saying that, I was thinking also that uh, the pumpkin spice latte you guys get at Starbucks, Uh. that thing can die... Yeah. uh in a hole right. and uh never again yep. the only reason you guys like it is that it's not here all the time just like what john said about pumpkin pie the only reason you people like it is because it's only around for like four weeks and then it's gone. Honest, that is literally the only reason honestly, i agree
1: with that because i like pumpkin spice favorite things i hate pumpkin spice lattes and coffee it doesn't taste good with coffee like the other stuff I think it sometimes goes overboard like pumpkin spice Cheerios and Pumpkin Spice Twinkies. Doesn't make sense. No one wants that. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, pumpkin spice to me, with
2: anything, has always been too much.
0: Alright. Well uh Noah, you wanna you wanna burn some bridges?
2: Oh yes, I would love to burn some fucking bridges right about now. All right, let's see. Okay. I guess if we're sticking with the theme of Thanksgiving, I would go on board Say, uh, you know that like cranberry jelly shit you get in a can that is sometimes at Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, no.
2: Is that like cranberry sauce stuff? I don't, I
1: don't normally get that.
2: Okay, well, for those of you who know what I'm talking about, I think the majority of us can agree or cannot agree that shit is the worst.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't typically go for it either. I just I've tried. I it's weird because I can drink cranberry juice, but I don't like. Yeah. It must be a texture thing because I don't like cranberry sauce, like the the thing Noah just talked about. It's weird. I don't like it. Yeah. I, I
2: don't know. Um. I don't know as for me either, but every now and then I'll eat it, but not all the time. And I don't know why I don't like it. I just there's something about it. And I don't know what.
0: Also, unless you can't have eggs, deviled eggs are the best. And if you say so, if you say otherwise, you're incorrect. Yeah, I would agree. Unless you can, unless you like physically cannot have eggs, like you cannot have dairy products, or you're vegan, or something like that. Oh, Then you get a pass, but if you if you can't have eggs and you enjoy normal like scrambled eggs and stuff But you don't like deviled eggs, then you have a problem. You're just incorrect
1: Yeah, no, but if I see deviled eggs, I'm like hmm, those are good. I like those. I'll, I'll get some
0: Yeah, me too. all right, so no, I gave you four points for that one because I personally agree with it and uh, you, you know, it's uh, I, I, I would have given you more but I think the general consensus like I think most people don't like cranberry sauce um. So I gave you four points. Well, let's see what let's see what John comes it. up with. So
1: I'm gonna move away from Thanksgiving seemed, uh, hills, and you guys might not relate at all to this, but it's a it's a Kingdom Hearts hill, right? If you guys know me, uh, at least a little bit, you know that I love Kingdom Hearts series, I love all the games, and that's all the games. There's one game in particular that fans hate, and it's uh the second game ever made is uh, Retain of Memories. It is very different than a lot of the other games in the series. Its mechanics are actually differently. The story is very good and that's the only thing people seem to like about it. But the, I think the mechanics in the game are good. And people don't like it. And I think the only reason why people don't like it is they don't give it a chance. Because it's not like the other games. And so why would I want to play it? I don't want to bother learning this new mechanic system. And if they bothered to learn it, they might enjoy it a bit more. But they're just like, no, it's bad. And I never play it because it's bad and I don't like it. Which is just like, it's dumb. It's a good game. I think the mechanics are well done. And I think Kingdom Hearts fans are whiny. That's us. Okay. That, that, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I, yeah, I can't really speak on this because I don't play those games. Um, so yeah. uh, I'll, I'll give you three points for that one. Three
2: points. Yeah, I don't, really right. play. I don't really play it. Was it Kingdom Hearts or some fucking thing? I, I'll play it either, so I can't really say shit.
1: Right. I, I assume yeah. you guys wouldn't even care of but I can't. And I'm Not sure really. somebody. Uh, out there, cares.
2: Bye guys. I think it's <laughs> the one no no John. I, I think the one you just sold is like the shit you take after Thanksgiving and I completely forget about so no one cares.
1: Okay. Huh? Yeah, I didn't understand what you said. Know, let's move
0: on. Alright, um so let's see i'm trying to i'm trying to stay away from gaming because it's like that's like kind of expected and also we talked a lot about gaming last time Mm um Ooh, i don't i feel like it's not a general consensus i mean i guess no i'll go with it okay so i based on my experiences with this group of individuals um (laughs) i can't say i'm a huge fan of like small children like just in general. because they're they're kind of annoying they're kind of like intrusive in some ways they're kind of like don't know when they're not like they're not taught like things and like stuff like that so they're kind of like arrogant in the way that like they're kind of they think everything's theirs and like the world revolves around them um if if you're a mom if you're a mom or dad then obviously this doesn't apply to you because you're supposed to love your child but as someone who doesn't have children and uh like I just don't you know like them very much I guess is what I'm getting at um it's not like a it's not a, I guess it's not a hill I would die on mm-hmm. but it's definitely a hill I'm going to start climbing because you know there's there's moments where children are fine but it's just like if you tell me something worse than going to see your favorite movie and there's a small child crying the entire time you know what? tell me something worse I agree
1: cuz like you'll be uh, actually you'll be like actually, watching I... okay I'll let you go. Okay
2: Actually, I can tell you something worse. Uh Imagine you're going on a plane to see your family have a scene in, like, two and a half years because of COVID. Uh And the flight takes off. Everything's going fine. And then a baby starts crying throughout the entire fucking flight.
0: No, the the movie one is worse for me because at least on the flight you're like you're going you have a destination that won't be ruined by the child. Whereas the movie one, you're going to see this movie and your destination has been ruined by the child. Mm-hmm. And so to me that's worse than the plane one. Plus I I've been on planes before. I haven't had too much bad experience with it, but I can I can like I you, I can put on headphones, I can do all this stuff, I can ignore it. But with the movie, you're meant to be watching and listening to the movie. Whereas there's somehow a baby that's overpowering the sound of the movie because that's how loud and obnoxious right. they are, and to me that's just like one of the worst experiences ever. And don't even get me started on people that bring their like two months old to like dinner, like mm-hmm. like fancy dinners. Like come on, what are you, you doing? Know. Like if you want to have a if you want to have a date night out with your fiance or whatever, your husband wife whatever, then book a nanny or something. Like that's what they're there for. They're there to take care of your children while you go out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know like. I hate going to a restaurant and hearing a child screaming the entire time. It's just so annoying. Right. Yeah,
1: I, w- I don't think yeah. I would die on that hill either, but I will say that, like, stop taking your children, your, like, three-year-olds, you know, the people who are crying during the movie, stop taking them to PG-13 and R-rated movies. You- I do not want to be watching Deadpool and hear a baby crying in the background. It's not for them. You shouldn't have them there. Stop doing it. <laughs>
0: I was getting really upset about that one. Yeah. Do you have any past yeah. experiences, buddy, with that? Uh, <laughs> not not
1: exactly not exactly an r movie, but when I saw Love and Thunder, there were the kids there. I'm like, this movie literally talks about orgies. Like, <laughs> kids should not be here. Yeah. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. Um. But yeah, the oh. uh. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I just I don't know. To me, it's just like, obviously we need children because they grow up and be, like, the next generation and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But there's there's certain scenarios where they shouldn't be. Like, to what John just said, they should not be in a PG-13 movie. They should not be in a fancy restaurant. If you want to take your kid to McDonald's, I don't give a crap. I'm expecting McDonald's yeah. to be the loudest place But if you're taking them to, like, um, Olive Garden or Red Lobster, or, like, those kind of, like, or even higher scale-up restaurants like that, right? Like, I shouldn't, I don't want to hear a baby in place of music, right? Just the worst. Like- um,
2: I don't think this is a hell like dion either, but I can definitely say whenever I'm in public and I see a baby and I just think, oh, okay, it's going to be quiet. It's going to be all right for the entire time I'm doing whatever. And then it starts crying. I just have this thought in my head that's just, don't hunt this baby across the fucking store.
1: Sounds like you have any issues.
2: Yes, right. Yeah. Well, my therapist has tried to tell me that, but I, I don't believe her.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, Okay. She, she's been an uptight bitch.
0: All right. Uh, So, Noah, what is a hill that you would die on?
2: Uh, all right, a hill I would die on, and I guess this is a bit more, well, not silly, but fucking, I don't know what I'm going for. Anyway, the hill I would die on is therapy, does not work for everyone. Okay, and I say that, and I say that because I have gone to therapy before and I've tried it, and it has worked in the past. And I think that's all it has done for me is just worked in the past. Because I went to go see a therapist about a year ago, and I only saw him for a little while, and then he just stopped seeing me, and I didn't really understand why, but. Then I started looking at other therapists. I started talking to more therapists. And then I kept opening up and I just realized, you know, I don't think therapy's for me. But yeah, that's where I'll leave it. It's just I don't think therapy's for everyone.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, I wouldn't go as far as say, like, you, it's a bad thing. Or like, you shouldn't try it because you think it might not be for Like, if you haven't tried it and you think you need, you might want need help in some way, I would say give it a shot but i wouldn't say it's for everyone either i it doesn't work all the time 100 percent, for everybody but it works for a lot of people and yeah. yeah psa announcement i guess go if you feel like you need therapy go get therapy and if it doesn't work it doesn't work
2: yeah yeah
0: Just... if you want to if you kind of want an uh episode dedicated to this topic and topics around it. Uh check out our um the Space in our Minds episode. It's essentially one of more uh the second most serious um, one we've had the second most series in terms of like we did an abortion episode, that was the first one, and then the second one is that one. Um, go check it out because it deals with it talks about you no, know, like that kind of thing, getting help, and like also uh, depression and like all that kind of stuff. That's really important for your mental health and stuff. Um, so if you kind of want to get a if you want to listen to a full hour of us talk about that kind of topic, then I uh, whole, wholeheartedly recommend you go watch that or watch, I mean, watch or listen, whatever you want to do. Uh, listen to that episode, uh, because I, I think it would be very beneficial, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you another, I'll give you five points for that one. Uh, I like that one. All right, John, you got to step over. All right,
1: way. well, I've got one, uh, I think, and I think the masses, depending on who they are, uh, won't disagree with this one, but Elon Musk is a freaking moron. He doesn't need to be running Twitter, All <laughs> right. <laughs> Just because he's rich doesn't mean he can run a social media platform. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's ruining the platform by being like, oh, you get to pay $8 to be verified. That makes sense. Not, you know, you are credible in your field of expertise. You paid $8 so Bob from accounting can be a, a verified member on Twitter. It doesn't make sense. It's not helpful for anybody Stop supporting the man. It's hard to ruin Twitter if it was already ruined to begin with. Well, yeah, he 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 definitely didn't help it. <laughs> no,
0: he didn't. Um
1: it, it, was,
0: it was shameful because like I, I liked I I didn't like like him, but I liked his like idea of like space travel and stuff. Um and I like that he's trying to get people like to you know go to different planets to try and see if it's ha- inhabitable and stuff. Um but like the whole Twitter fiasco like why like what was the motive behind yeah. that like i really don't get it like did he see potential on it or i i just don't i don't get it because i understand that and this this is one part that is true is that the uh, twitter like warehouse or whatever they had like 17,000 employees but the company wasn't making any money so clearly those 17 yeah. th- those 17,000 people were not doing their jobs or they were useless or whatever so he fired them he also fired like the ceo the chief or the chief whatever and then they fired someone else. Um, oh yeah, the, he also fired like the Twitter's own lawyer, which I find funny. Um, but I guess he didn't see them as uh, fit or whatever. But the whole the whole verification thing was a complete mess because he it was originally twenty dollars, and then what was um, who was the person that convinced him to go down to eight? I forgot who it was. They were important.
1: I can't remember who
0: um, it was either. Was it Stephen Hawking? Maybe no, that did not sound right. Stephen Hawking's dead. They have a account for him. Um, I don't know who it was Stephen King, maybe that's probably who it was. That'd that that sounds sense.
1: accurate, yeah. If I remember. Correctly. Either way,
0: some some big important person, right, came along and said, "I ain't paying for that crap," and like they said, out if they if he said if they do it, I'm I'm out of here," right? And so Elon Musk, like everyone at at that point, was like, "The twenty dollars is ridiculous," and so but he only responded to Stephen King or whatever. And was like, oh well, Twitter's got Twitter's got to pay some. They got to pay it for the bill somehow or whatever. And They said, oh, how about eight? And then it went down to eight for no reason. Um, but the whole idea of the verification thing, like John said, is you can pay eight dollars a month to verify your account. You can do. You can change your profile picture and your name to match a, co- a famous company like Nestle, for example. Uh, they tweeted. Uh, well, they didn't tweet the fake profile. Tweeted, oh yeah, we steal your water and sell it back to you, like. <laughs> like you're, you're asking for people to impersonate big companies or other people like it, it doesn't make any sense and that's why I'm glad that uh, YouTube kind of scoffed at it like when they first heard apparently the CEO uh, Susan whatever she audibly like like kind of was turned off by it because it's like who would think of that because like on YouTube for especially like it, it shows that you're a verified channel that you can be trustworthy you comply with guidelines and all that jazz right Whereas on Twitter, it's like, "Oh, you paid eight dollars. Congratulations, you have a McDonald's salary." Like, what? Doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Um. But John, unfortunately, I don't know how many people would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll ge- I'll give I'm... you, I'll give you three points. Oh, I thought that one was I mean,
2: a good I, one. If I can't really think about it, fuck you. Uh, anyway, if I think about it, Twitter was already a burning garbage fire, so. I think it had its yeah, so, uses, uh, but I think it
1: definitely
2: wasn't perfect. What well, fucking uses Twitter had, man? It, yeah, Twitter has right. really, t- well, uh, really been like a non-imaginary land of people game to cancel creators for shit that's been done like 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. Um. So, another hill I would die on. Ooh, uh, I think I'm gonna, this one, this one is definitely a hill. Oh boy, this is definitely gonna offend a lot of people. Um, like like normal TV shows slash uh like YouTube TVs, cable, HBO. I don't give a crap what you're talking about. Just normal TV is garbage. Like flat out garbage, not worth your money. It is. You have you're better off spending your money getting five Big Macs and McDonald's. That's how useless it is because the shows are terrible. The acting has gotten worse over the years for no reason, which doesn't make any sense. And that's if it's scripted, which you, most of them are. Um, reality TV shows are a joke at this point. And then anything else boils down to mediocre to me. And that includes sports. That includes, you know, uh, rom-coms, whatever. That includes anything. And because I've, I've seen a lot of the stuff, right? And it's just all, it's all gone downhill. It's all garbage. I've seen it all. Just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, I think you watching regular YouTube or watching hell Netflix even, I guess. I mean, Netflix isn't worth it in and of itself because of the price. If it were to go down to ten dollars a month, kinda like what uh, Disney Plus is, then maybe it would be worth it. Speaking of Disney Plus, Disney Plus is uh is probably worth it based on what you're getting out of it. Something like that is more worth it than freaking regular TV. Get that out of here. It's gone, it's back in the past. Move on, people.
1: Yeah, I think the only reason <laughs> Why people still support cable is, like, they're stuck in their ways. It's like, if you think about it, people complain about, you know, these uh, streaming platforms like Netflix, Disney+. Plus. Like, oh, there's too many of them. I don't want to pay for all these different things, which I guess that's fair. I don't want to pay a million dollars to watch all of these different things either. But the thing is, a lot of people are doing that for cable. You had to pay for specific channels for a long time. Like, it's not much different.
2: All
1: right. So, like, I feel like and the I'm... argument for like what that versus streaming platforms that it's like I don't want to pay that much. You're just fooling yourself because you, you were going
0: to be paying a lot anyway.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: All right. No, you got another one.
2: Yeah, and I may get some pretty hot water for this, but I right. don't really care too points. much. Alright, so the hell I would die on is, female comedians are not that funny. Oh, that sounds a little
0: sexist. You're stepping on some real glass shards there, buddy.
2: Let me explain, let me explain. So, I have been a fan of comedy for about four or five years now. And I have found that there are some good comedians what there are not a whole lot of good comedians are what what, let me try this again the good comedians that i know that i personally like and i'm not being sexist at all here this is just what i've found personally because this is what i like because it's my sense of humor Mm -hmm. dave chappelle bill burr uh burr kreischer people like that i like those people because they're funny i understand their sense of humor they understand my sense of humor I try to watch a female comedian and I nearly fall a fucking sleep. Uh Now, that's not to say I haven't found good female comedians. There are, it's just, they're not as prominent as male comedians because they're so few and far between that they're hard to find. Yeah. So, in my opinion, female comedians are not as good as male comedians, and I think it mainly has to do with a sense of humor because some of the jokes they tell, I'm just like, are you sure that's a joke?
0: Well, okay. So I actually do have kind of an explanation for this, and it's not sexist in the way that you might think it is on the surface. So humor in of, in and of itself is usually rooted from very dark and disturbing topics, right? And what often happens is that males kind of like get rooted in that kind of stuff and so whereas females are not and so females are kind of like expected to cry they're expected to do like to be emotional whereas guys are are like kind of told from a very young age like oh man up or like oh if you're a true man you want to be mad or like you want to be upset like that kind of thing whereas if um you know like when you take humor you take it from usually a dark kind of place right and, like, people expect humor to be, like, to be, like, like happy and enjoyable, right? Because you know, we're laughing, which makes us happy, which makes us joyful, right? But you t- usually when you take, like, humor, you're taking it from a very dark and morbid topic, or you're taking it from kind of a view of that topic, like that kind of thing. It's not making light of the topic, or it's not making light of people that have suffered, or people that have, like, been through things, like that kind of thing, whatever the topic may be. You're just making light, or, sorry, not making light of the situation, I just said that. But you're rooting the humor out of it to kind of, you know, make something different out of it. You're not making light of the situation, and like I said, you're not making light of people that have gone through the thing you're talking about or whatever. It's just that humor in of itself is rooted from very deep and dark topics, right? Whereas females are not as much accustomed to that as males are. And so... You know, I that's to me, it's not sexist in the way that it sounds like it is. It's just saying that males have more problems to deal with and they kind of bottle it up a little bit more often than females do. And so generally speaking, then now that's this is not to say that there aren't funny females and they're all males are funny. Right. I've met some very I've met a very lot of people that think they're funny, that are really not that funny. And I've met females that are hilarious, right? So it's it's not just generally speaking, that's just how it works. Um but that is a very, very interesting one though. I did not think uh that would that one would be brought up. Um you're definitely stepping on some glass shards. I'm gonna give you nine points for that one. That was a really good yeah, one. Yeah,
1: if your goal is to get cancelled, well, yeah. I mean, good job. <laughs>
2: Hey, Twitter doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that doesn't
1: mean people can't find you a piece of shit. I mean, that, that happened before Twitter, so... True, true. And those people who well, were his... canceling people on Twitter, those people still exist.
0: Right. Well, here's the thing, though. If someone were to cancel someone over something like that, then it's really probably the person that's trying to cancel them that's kind of their problem, because then, then the person that's trying to cancel them, or like in, in this case, Noah, right? That they're trying to cancel Noah. They're just proving my point that they cannot take jokes, uh, right? So that's that's how I, I see it. Well,
1: Noah said that it sounds okay. like he's saying women can't be funny, which is untrue.
0: No, women
2: can be funny. Like I- I've talked to my mom and my grandma, and they can be absolutely fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But just from what I've seen with female comedians, and not all of them, just from a select few,
0: some of them are not that fucking funny.
2: Well,
1: some men comedians Noah, are you know
0: funny. Noah did say at the beginning that there are that there there are some female comedians that are funny, but it's not as prominent. That's what he did say.
1: Yeah, um, like, they're hard to find, I suppose.
0: And also another, <laughs> uh, again, here we go. Um, <laughs> a lot of the female comedians that I've seen, and this is not me just being biased. This is this is truth. Just look it up. I mean, I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying what well, the ones I've seen usually are rooted in extreme feminism where it's like kill all men and like all oh, the no, do that's this all kind of stuff that feminism no that is that's feminism.
1: a way people are referring to themselves but feminism means you root for equality uh mm. by definition and if you're saying you're a feminist and then saying kill all men you're just lying
0: we'll we'll get into no. a, like that kind of topic. that'll that'll be a serious topic uh, one day when we do that. It might be the next one, depending on who's who's doing what. Um, yeah. but generally speaking, feminism is that's what it is. The, what I, what I just said is not, not that's not the encompass of feminism. That's just one of the deeper sections of it. And you know, like like I said, we'll get into that at a later date. But when I see people talk about feminism, that's usually what comes up. and that's because that's what they're that's kind of what is being pushed for. They're not pushing for equality, they're pushing for inequality. And that's kind of the bias that they're, that what's the kind of the, what they're teaching the younger people to see is that, oh, we're pushing for equality. When really, if you look at the deep, deepest root of it, that's kind of what they're, they're pushing for the opposite, essentially. Um, but like I said, we'll get into a deeper topic later in, uh, later date because like I said, it's a very important topic and it's very relevant to today, day li- day-to-day life and stuff like that. So it's very prominent. An Why are you talking to me, Alexa? Shut up, Alexa. I don't know, shut what, up. I don't know what she heard. I literally don't understand anymore. They always just listen, anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Noah gave you nine points. Of that, so you're up to eighteen. Uh, we're going to be at a point now where I'm going to stop telling you your point totals, um, and I'm going to stop telling you how many points you're getting. But uh, that's what you're at right now. So keep that in your mind, and see where we go from there. So we're gonna do one more round. So John you go and then I'll go, then J- Noah will go and then John you'll finish off. How about All that? Alright. Yep. Alright. That's actually
2: did you guys something to say. That's it. A... Yeah, that was actually a hill I was gonna bring up last time, but we ran out of time, mm-hmm. so I figured I'm not bring it up now.
1: Alright. Well my hill, next hill, is um Gamers, I'm gonna go back to gaming because that's the only thing I can think of. Gamers are mainly whiny, all of them. Every single gamer is whiny. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm joking, but I'm, I'm I'm really is what I mean is not that I just thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> the hell is that you don't need to have so many remakes, right? And I feel like that's a Depending on how you, how you th- think of things is like oh well, yeah of course but there's like the Spider Man remastered come on man that didn't game, that game didn't need to remaster just like port it to PS five you didn't need to remaster the game all right if you're remastering these games left right and center why don't you make a new game all right make it an original story not just be like oh I want to play this game again so I'm gonna remake it. And it's going to be the exact same game, but with, like, slightly different graphics. Oh, so sell, and people buy it. You're part of the problem, people. Stop buying remakes that I clearly not put any effort into.
2: John, John, can I interrupt you for a second? What? Y- you sound exactly like the hell you just said. Now, whiny a little gamer. Well... Anyway, let me rephrase that. I'm a whiny gamer, bitch. Fine,
1: be, I'm whining because... <laughs> the the pe- people who are on my side are part of the problem because they're still buying these remakes if you don't if you agree with me that there should be as many remakes stop buying them that's the problem I haven't bought the Spider-Man remaster I actually can't find it on the Playstation so which I, I don't understand but either way I wouldn't have bought it because I already have the game and I can play the PS4 there's backwards compatibility you know that you know that's the thing with PS Five to PS Four games, so if you have a PS Four game that's been remade into a PS Five game, you're wasting your money. Stop! Stop wasting your money.
0: <laughs> you sound like no, you're I'm trying to like impersonate someone. That's hilarious. Um, you sound like a dying meme, man. Uh, what uh, you call a me dying a dying meme? meme? Wow, I don't how, know how to feel about. How that. do you sound? How do you? How do you sound like? How do you sound like a dying meme?
2: Just the like Is, he was talking, like. The shit you was saying before I cut him off. Like it sounded similar to me myself. Well.
0: Oh. Um yeah. <coughs> yeah, see the thing about remakes is I don't play I don't play PS4 that often. I don't play Xbox that often. I'm more of a PC and a Nintendo boy. Mm-hmm. Um and so Nintendo makes, re- makes remakes, remix, but they make it different. Like they add different stuff, they add Easter eggs and stuff like that. Um, but if it's, if it's a remake that literally has nothing changed and it's just, oh, we had a new console, so we remade it for that console, then yeah, that's a waste of money. Especially if they charge more for it. Cause didn't you say, John, that the Kingdom Hearts something or whatever, or was a Final Fantasy, I forgot what Battle it was. Final Fantasy 7. That had, remake, like, yeah.
1: But I feel like that yeah, one's it was, fair.
0: It was more expensive, <laughs> but it was more expensive than the first, like the original? Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, with that one, like, I feel like that's a fair remake and I even bought that remake, but I didn't have the original. But it's a different experience in the original. The original is turn-based, where the other one isn't. I feel like remakes like that, that's good, because it's a new experience for, even if you are fans of the old one, if you play the new one, then it's different. It's it's a new experience. It's not just the same. Would
0: you rather a new game in that series than a remake of an existing one? Making with making
1: new games, but because the, the games in that series are not connected, like, a new game would just be like it's a completely new game so that that would be cool but the problem is like I don't I didn't play the the original Final Fantasy 7. I heard that it was really good and but I had never played it so I bought the remake when it came out and I think I do have problems with that one because they decided that instead of just remaking the entire game that they would remake part of the game and For the other parts of the game, they would remake it separately. Like That, I think, is stupid, but the game's fun. So, I can't complain too much about that one, particularly.
0: I I don't know, because when it comes to Remake for me, unless you're changing the game drastically, like, if you change one or two mechanics, to me, that's not worth it. If you were to... Like if there's a completely different story or there's like a branching story, maybe almost like DLC, but it's incorporated in it, mm-hmm. or like the entire gameplay is different and like that kind of thing, then I'll then I'll consider buying a remake. Um, but if it's like unchanged and it's just for a different console, right? Especially if it has backwards compatibility, then it's a waste of money.
1: That I would I like if they remake. The first God of War game, not the first, very first God of War game, but the God of War for PS4. If they remake that, that's a waste of money because like, you don't need that. That has backwards compatibility. You, you have the port of it so you can play it on PC if you'd like. If they remade the game, I would not buy it. Even if I love the game, I have the original game. They would have to change it completely altogether for me to want to buy it again, even though it's one of my favorite games.
2: Right. Uh, honestly, I'd have to agree with that, with uh, some remasters, especially for uh, some of the Borderlands remasters. Mm-hmm. Because I, ever since I got to play Borderlands when I was like 12, maybe 11, I loved the game. And now that I have adult money, I can actually, you know, buy the game mm-hmm. and be able to play it. But if they make a remaster of a game and nothing has changed, well, I'm not going to fucking buy it. Because there's no point. It's basically like the original game, just with some different features and other fancy bullshit, but that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah um, okay, so my last hill. Um, I don't know in cons- I don't know how many people this is gonna how many people are gonna agree with this. Um, but indie horror games are a thousand. I'll go even to a million, a million times better. Than big company horror games. So I will agree with this. Think of like like in indie horror games, meaning like it's made by a small dev company or maybe even by one person. They made a horror game, or how I don't care how long or how short it is. They made a horror game compared to like the big dog horror games that are kind of like they're qualified as horror games, but you know so they fit into the category. But they're they to me they're at the bottom of the list compared to like all of the indie horror games.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with this. Um... I've seen a lot more indie horror games coming out over the years, and I've seen more of them being played, and I understand why. They are a lot better than, say, some uh, AAA company putting out a horror game. Like, okay, yeah, it might be good, but then you compare it to this other indie horror game, you play it, and somehow that indie horror game that was released maybe even two years prior to the new thing is somehow way better than the new game could ever be, and I think that's pretty cool because it really shows that even though it could be like one person making the entire fucking game, that somehow I can beat a AAA company that has like, what, a team of 400, 500 fucking people making a game and just show how shitty that is compared to yeah. like one to three people making a game.
0: Well, it's Honestly, interesting too because I want you to name one triple-a horror game that blew up as much as an indie game did
2: i can't have any
0: i don't think you can because yeah. the AAA ones the thing about gamers is they want innovation they want something different they don't want the same classic oh music's building it's gonna pause for a second jump scare oh boom gotcha they don't want that anymore they want something different they want something innovative so when for example fnaf came out it was obviously jump scare based, but it was completely different and innovative for that genre at the time. Um, yeah. you know, like so, so a game like Doki, Doki Literature Club, when that first came out, that blew people away on how innovative and creepy it was, you know, like that kind of thing. There were so many yeah. disturbing things about it. There's the fear factor was through the roof and like all this kind of things, like those types of games exploded because of how innovative yeah. they are, where AAA gaming doesn't understand is that they just keep repeating the same process for and repeat over and over again. And unfortunately, people keep buying it, so they keep, so they think it's probably fine. But they, the gamers know deep down that indie games are the ones keeping the gaming world together.
2: Yeah, see, I think what AAA companies try to do is see that it's basically like a formula to them. Where they see, okay, this has worked in the past, so it will work again. But indie game, or at least indie game companies that have made games before, they know that, like, okay, we've made this, they liked this, but we need to make something better. Like, uh, for example, like Doki Doki or some other things. Uh, those were good. But then they came and they started making kind of like psychological horror games. And personally, I've loved the hell out of those. I don't know why it's about them, but I've loved them. And I think that's well, something that's been done really well so it's far.
0: Psychological right? doesn't rely on cheap jump scares. I think that's what it is psychological horror games don't rely on jump scares to be scary. They use the atmosphere, they use sounds, they use music, they use all these kind of components that kind of fit into the same puzzle. And so, I'm trying to think of games, I mean, it's not scary to me anymore, but when you first play Phasmophobia, it is dark. You have a dinky little flashlight, you're hunting for a ghost that's in the house, you know you're not alone in there, and they're throwing stuff at you, and and then all of a sudden, after about 10 minutes, they appear and they start chasing you. Like, that is terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying, especially if you're yeah. afraid of ghosts. Like, people that have, that actually have phantom phobia, they're going to be f- absolutely frightened during that.
2: Sure.
0: And obviously, you know, once you play a game enough times, you obviously get immune to kind of the scary aspects of it. But, like, think of when you first played FNAF, right? It's kind of eerie. There's like the there's kind of like an uncanny valley of, of of it a little bit because it's like, hey, these things shouldn't be moving and trying to kill me, but they are. You know, like that kind of thing. That's why people have fear of mannequins or fear of like inanimate objects moving, like that kind of thing. Dolls and like, stuff like that. It's just because it's psychological. It's not trying to jump scare you. I mean, FNAF did jump scare you. But a lot of the pieces are psychological. With the sounds, with the music, with the creepy imagery, like that kind of stuff. And I just think AAA gaming doesn't rely on that as much.
2: Yeah, I think if AAA gaming took some notes from what indie devs were doing, they would actually figure something out, but until that day happens, I think that's just something we're never going to see.
0: Yeah. Um. So, Noah, last one. Make it a good one.
2: Oh, I am definitely going to die for this one.
0: As if you didn't for the last one.
2: Oh, no, this one's possibly worse than the last one. Oh, great. The fat acceptance movement. It's the stupidest movement I have ever fucking heard of. And I've
0: not heard of this. What
2: is this? It's called the fat acceptance movement, where essentially if you're let's say obese, there's this community of basically fat people who will accept you for it. When really if you are obese, you should, you know, go to the gym, lose weight, and get help. Uh But these people I tried to make it to where they want, uh, I forget what they call skinny people, but they want skinny people to accept fat people, and even though that fat people make them uncomfortable, they should be more accepting, when really they should be more um, thinking about themselves and making themselves healthy and not making people around them uncomfortable. I mean, do you know how uncomfortable it is to be on an airplane in the middle seat between two huge people. Like. That's some of the most uncomfortable shit you could go through. Especially if you're. Someone like me who's fucking. it look a lot like. Essentially just skinny shit.
1: Wouldn't it be more uncomfortable. And, for another fat person to be. In between those others. Because they're there's less. They take but, up more room. And there's less room for them.
2: You see that. You would think that. But no, since there's this acceptance movement, they accept each other, and they're just like, oh, okay, that's cool. It, when really, it's like, you're all gonna fucking die from obesity, I need to understand this how?
1: Okay, um, quick counterpoint. What about people who are, like, they have, like, a actual disorder? Like an eating disorder okay. or something of the uh, okay, sort? Okay,
2: um... For people that have a disorder, I understand that. Like if there's something you could do about it, okay, that's that's understandable. If there's something you can do about that. That's okay. But if you are obese and you are choosing to stay obese, even though you can do something about it, that's simply just unhealthy in my opinion. Like oh. you should get help.
0: This one is interesting to me because John brings up a good point, but also a point that he didn't bring up is it all is based on metabolism and metabolism metabolism if i can say it correctly is based on genetics and so some people like you said are built like logs they're like they're super skinny they're super whatever almost to the point where they're almost malnourished and like that kind of thing and then on the opposite side of the spectrum you have people that have terrible metabolisms that no matter how much they try no matter how much they work out no matter how much like fat they cut out of their diet or whatever no matter what do what no matter what they do they still maintain that weight. They're not gaining weight per se, but they're maintaining it because there's nothing they're able to do. And so a disorder, I like, obviously it makes sense, but I feel like that should also be a spectrum that you need to look at as well, because that's some, they don't have control over it. And you know, the whole thing about go to the gym, there's the gym, same thing with therapy. Gym doesn't work for everybody, especially until you find out what would work because running on treadmills, honestly, doesn't do much for you uh meanwhile lifting weights does actually let me talk about so for males lifting weights would do it for females they want to get rid of more um the calories and stuff so they they they're better off on a treadmill right um and you can do interchangeably obviously but like that's what kind of the the bodies are built different it depends on the body type is what it is and so until they figure that out which you know might take a doctor it might take a physician or whatever then they're not going to figure it out. And so their metabolism is staying at that kind of broken rate so that there's kind of maintaining a weight or they just keep gaining and they can't go back down. Um, So this one, I've never heard of the the movement or whatever. I've never heard of this one. Um, I just think your point for disagreeing with it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because you also contradicted yourself when you said that it's like you got to worry about yourself, but then you talked about how you need to make sure that nobody else around you is uncomfortable. Because if you're worrying about yourself, then you shouldn't be worrying about how you make people uncomfortable. That's, like, think of, like, what we talked about before with comedians. A comedian doesn't go on stage saying, hmm, I wonder how many p- people are going to get offended at this joke. They're thinking, oh, I'm going to make a joke, and people get offended, oh, well. That's their fault, right? Mm-hmm. No, like, if if people got, you know, if people got canceled, unfortunately, for everything they said, then the world wouldn't... Th- there would be no comedy. There would be nothing. There would be le- nothing left, because... People, every time, like, think of any comedian. Someone got offended at their joke, right? Think of one joke that someone said, someone got offended by it. Literally, just think of any joke. Think of maybe the, even the lightheartedest joke that you can think of. Someone got offended. And that's just how yeah. it is. That's just how people are. And so, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of contradicting to your point.
2: Well, if you think about this, anytime a comedian goes up on a stage, anything they say on that stage, they don't actually mean. It's just, you know, comedy.
0: Sure, but I'm talking about your point from before, where you say that people need to worry about themselves, but then you said they also need to worry about how people feel right. around them. There, right, that's fair. So, I mean, mm, I, I don't know how to feel about that one. I'll give you I'll give you three points for that one. Alright, All right, John. Uh... Need to be a decent one All right. for this last one. Well, I
1: got, I got it. One, um, I don't know. I actually have no clue how people stand on this one, but it's something I've seen some people complain about. Is when it comes to, uh, to, like book to movie adaptations or adaptating something in general, it matters less if the person looks the part, and more about if they can play the part well. So. For example, um, like the Harry Potter adaptations. Some of those actors were likely chosen because they looked the part when they... And I'm not saying any of those actors were bad, but like, you know, they didn't... There they likely wasn't much thought into, well, this actor is good for this, this role because they seem, based on their prior experiences, based on their personality as, as an actor... All this, they would play the part well. Um, I think it, you see a lot of people like, oh, this 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 person doesn't look anything like I wanted, like the that I interpreted the book character look like. When really, it, one that's up to interpretation because this if it's a novel, there's likely not pictures of the character, and everyone's interpretation of the character will be different. So, you're gonna, somebody's gonna think that it's not gonna look accurate, even if the casting director does. So, what's, in my opinion, more important is like it would make a better adaptation, a better film, if they can play the part well. And I think, um, if you've, if a fan of the Percy Jackson series, they're making a, a show based on the books, and they chose actors that, um, would play the part well rather than... they look completely off if you look at the, how they're in the book, which I think is fine. And I'm sure there's someone complaining about it that when it comes out, that, oh, this character doesn't look like them. And I, I just think it's silly.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, the problem for me is I don't watch a lot of movies, so I can't really speak too much on this. But what I can say is that, to me, Hollywood in itself, is just kind of broken at this point. Ever mm-hmm. yeah. since like Endgame set a huge standard, I feel like it's tanked everything else, which shouldn't be the case. Because I feel like you know Endgame was such a good movie, but obviously like to, people are trying too much to live up to that expectation, um that it's kind of destroying their stuff. You know, like don't even get me started on like She Hulk and like all that kind of stuff that Marvel's doing. And then um I heard that the Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power was all right. It wasn't great. And so, like, it's it's like, it's, I feel like Hollywood is trying to live up to Endgame standards, and even Marvel are trying to live up to that standard. It's like, it's an unrealistic expectation, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. I can't speak too much on the, the actors, because I don't uh, pay attention to that too often, but um, I definitely think that uh, if Hollywood can go back to pre-Endgame era, I think they'd be much better off. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a cool. decent one. Um, I'll give you six points for that one, I'll say. So, uh, with that being said, I think it's time to wrap this up. So, John, at the end of the game, and by game I mean podcast, you had uh, eighteen points. that's mm-hmm. so pretty good. Not bad. Noah, you're yep. pretty you're you're pretty close. I mean, I can't say you were close close. You weren't one point off or anything, um, but you were pretty close. Uh, but you had twenty two points. So congratulations <laughs> to Noah. Noah won this episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you got a winner speech there, Noah?
2: Well, it's great to be back on the podcast, and I'm glad this is the topic Ethan picked because, well, I always enjoy Dying on Hills because the shit's fun. And also, John, suck a motherfucking dick, you fucking asshole. Yeah. That
1: seems like I, I mean, last time yeah. I had the controversial opinions, this time you had the controversial opinions, and so you win. That's yeah. how the game is played. I I mean... I'm not gonna say I agree yeah. with a lot of your points, but you won, so uh, good for you. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: you sound <yeah>. so condescending.
1: <laughs> you are the most condescending
2: bald-headed fuck I've ever met. Would you like your loser speech now, buddy?
1: I mean, I feel like that was my loser speech. Is
0: that? That I'm sure that I we'll yeah, don't yeah. think I can say much more. Uh, than that. Okay. It's, um. <laughs> So, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And, uh, you know, like I said, like John just said, um, there's probably going to be some uh, people at your guys' door uh, later, later today. So make sure you, or not later today, later on Friday when this episode goes out. Uh, so make sure you guys lock your doors and, uh, you know, just uh, be careful. Um, and also, uh, if we are going to riot uh, Noah's house, then I re- recommend we get at least 17 fighter jets, mm-hmm. uh, you know, j- just, just for good measure. Maybe a couple, uh, uh, right? Anyway, shields. Think... <laughs> right, Shields, yeah, exactly um but well, thank you guys so much for uh tuning into the podcast uh, we have prov- provoked a conversation made you laugh along the way uh you can catch us uh somewhere on the internet uh i am flabzexy gaming on youtube uh just just youtube for right now and uh john can be found on both youtube and twitch at jeebens uh there's a space on youtube not a space on twitch because uh he hasn't fixed his uh thing yet and uh Noah is not on anything at the moment but you, you can catch him on xbox at noahdog 54 um and you can catch him there and uh, I think that's going to be it for us, guys. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Uh-huh.